No. <laughs> you still need to watch that movie, by the way. I know. You've never seen White Man Can Jump? No, and in fact, there's a guy that used to work for us that uh, he was from Africa, and he actually moved down here for to star in that movie. What? Yeah. Who? I He's know. some guy from Kenya. His name was Peter. We called him Part-Time Pete because <laughs> he worked for us part-time. <laughs> I actually don't even know if I've actually seen the, the entirety of that movie. Oh, such a great movie. With Woody, right? Yep. Yeah. But I haven't seen the whole thing. I know I have. Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> oh my god he, he just did that I was like <laughs> what why is everybody looking at me I don't understand uh, oh there was a lot of editing on that huh yes so he he texts me uh what were you <laughs> stop I'm sorry I'm sorry now it's gonna be like I'm gonna do it every I'm gonna do it all, all the time not even see but you to. still gotta have the mic a little bit closer to your mouth I'm about to say cause I'm trying just, and I can't even do it don't huff and puff it. <laughs> well I was I was literally like Blowing out the corner of my mouth. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Quit turning your head. The more you move your head to the left, the more the go. mic moves to the left. All right, just blow. <laughs> so what's what's the story with that? Like, what am I missing out on? I know. You, no. So I, I'll tell Justin for Okay. So he he texts me. He's like, "Hey, you got any advice for the podcast?" And I told him, "Just don't blow into the mic." <laughs> He's like, "Okay." Now I'm afraid to breathe. But uh, why? Where'd that come from? Is is Justin a heavy breather? No, no, no. So one of the podcasts we did. One of the podcasts we did, there was a heavy breather. Okay. And okay. it just, to the person that was doing it, it wasn't noticeable. To everybody else, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think it was a heavy breather. I just think it was like, I don't know. Sometimes, it, you know, when you're like annoyed and you're just like, <sighs> yeah. you know, like. Well, so, you know, like that audible uh, breathing is like. Uh, Okay, but if it's just, if it's continuous, no matter what happens, well, oh, yeah, it, no it was all the time. Annoyed yeah. It was not. all. It was all the time. You know, if I'm heavy breathing, like like I'm trying to sound annoyed, like you got I'm COPD. Not, yeah, you know. it was it was good. Yeah, so it wasn't like back to back, but it was at least like once every minute or two enough that it became annoying to everybody who listened to the podcast or was involved in making the podcast. No, I. Making the podcast. Oh, because you spent a lot of time editing. I, I edited the shit out of it, um, but I think it was shortly after that I just stopped editing. I was like, "Whatever was, is gonna, on there is going to go on there." Well, well because I, I mean, I think the, you, I think you told me you were just like, "Bro, I spent like three hours editing." Yes, an I, hour worth of podcast, and I was like, "There's no way." I spent a long ass time doing it, and uh, yeah. I did hear you on one of your intros to your podcast saying, "I'm not." editing any more podcasts <laughs> whatever not, happens fuck I, it it's going I, online i'm just gonna let it fly I, you know what i'm not making money off this i'm not gonna make money off this i'm not gonna get famous so whatever the hell happens oh, happens. i'm if, making money if, off of it if my 49 my fans are deep son. if my 49 <laughs> fans don't get what they want out of this fuck them you know what, what's hey, gonna happen hey. i'm gonna lose i'm gonna lose two fans no, no two fans that i have okay two he's got 49 listeners 48 of them are family <laughs> My family's not even that big. One of them, <laughs> one of them is is him and Holly listening to the podcast, and, and then he's got all of his kids that liked it. Yeah. So, well, See, I'm not even going off the likes. I'm just talking about the people who actually downloaded or listened to the podcast. It's all me. You listen to it. I'm about to say he logs he logs on to the kids and he, is like he, he hits he, play and it shows that it's a listen and then just ends it. Like it's, he, it's fine. he has like a what is that when you have the 
the IP firewall and you change your IP address all the time. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, every about. time you a upload, every a time VPN, you upload. VPN, VPN, yeah. virtual private network, a VPN. He's got a VPN. He just changes it every thirty seconds. Downloads. I'm trying to act copy. like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but it, he's like, damn, that's a good idea. Why people be thinking this shit? He's taking notes over here. <laughs> where's, where's his notebook? I don't even know, man. <laughs> There's no notebook, man. I, I, I really thought I was going to show up, but you were going to have like, I really didn't know what to expect. I thought maybe you were going to have like an entire room with like egg crates on the wall and like boom mics and uh, oh yeah, it's the not lighting that. was going to be different. We're going to be like in our own little sections, hiding behind plexiglass, you know, and you were going to have note cards and a notebook. And I was like, man, he's going to start asking me some questions. I'm going to have to answer. It's going to be like really intimidating. So I spent a little bit of time watching. You, you watch YouTube videos, obviously. Everybody does nowadays, right? Like I'm so into YouTube videos. I pay for a YouTube subscription. You pay for YouTube? Yeah, I hate freaking commercials. So I'm going to pay like a little bit every That's month. That's how they get, get you, man. Get past the commercials. Sucker. No, it's great, man. I can watch them so fast. Every now and then I'll click on a link inside of a, a Facebook ad or a Facebook post. And I'll be like, it'll go to within Facebook. So it's not me logged in. And I'll have to watch a little bit of video. And then like two minutes in, it's a commercial. I'm like, oh, crap. I will actually stop and hit like open and YouTube and watch it somewhere else. I hate commercials. We are spoiled. We want instant gratification, and I do not want to wait through a freaking commercial. What are you talking about? You grew up with freaking commercials. I know, but, our, but I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> People grow and develop and change. You know this. So I've gotten past. Let's say like, I mean, I'm, I was, where was that? Oh, yeah, so YouTube videos. You know, like I was like binge-watching some Charisma on Command. You know there's a YouTube channel out there, Charisma on Command. It's, it's, it's really a good resource for... Uh, learning how to deal with people, talk to people, breaking silence, and you know, smiling through the awkward kind of thing. You know, to so we shouldn't with have any dead air. Is what you're saying? And I, I mean, we're. Uh, I'm not going to promise <laughs> yeah. you any kind of not dead air. Put you're, on the spot, you're the host. <laughs> you're leading this. So, so speaking of that, should we this. should we get it started? Yeah, we haven't started. Yeah, what? welcome everybody to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva. My co-host is not well. She's here, direct line of sight, but she's not on the headset, and she just flipped me off. <laughs> this. Yeah, but dismissed. You you said that you said she dismissed. Yeah, I said I said. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kim Peel's uh, skit. Um, anyway, today I have two guests. Justin, returning guest, Justin Lieber. Y'all know him, the bu- the bull rider. Been on like seventy hundred episodes so far. Uh, Justin, what up? What's going on? Yeah, I have that many episodes, man. No, I was just saying, I always thought it was sad that you don't have any more friends than that. <laughs> oh. oh. And then, uh, well, fuck this other guy. Uh, we'll just keep on talking. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just here to throw No, you're a, a special guest. Let's, you're let's, a special just, guest. let's just mute him right now. Yeah, mute that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, if you can, now I know what I'm doing. If I know how to mute myself when I want to cough or burp or whatever. Breathe. You know. Oh. <laughs> you want to hear it? It's like a... <laughs> that works there you go anyways our guest today is kevin rice what is up you asshole <laughs> why you gotta be like that man it's like i don't even know how to respond to this and i feel oh you know exactly how to respond pop. to it fuck off i don't know man i really don't uh, uh no, thanks for thanks for i really appreciate you getting me on here i really I, I know that i was going to become famous as soon as i got onto the the villa the Ville house podcast so i was looking, I've been looking forward to this a long time See, that's uh, you're like Justin, man, because you kept on asking about the podcast. Justin was asking about the podcast, and I was like, "Oh man, I think he's just being sarcastic. I don't know if he really actually wants to be on the podcast." The doggies are fighting, uh, so like I never asked until it was like, "Hey, 
when am I going to get on the podcast? I was like, oh, okay, so you're being for real. Well, and then I finally brought Justin on, and then now I finally brought you on. Well, in all fairness, it is Holly who invited me and said, hey, Cruz said, I got to find somebody to be on the podcast. Will you come be on the podcast so I don't have to ask anybody Bullshit. else? So, Bullshit. So she brought me on. <laughs> well, get this. We were walking down the street one day, and they had all this podcast stuff set up outside. I'm like, what, what, what do you got here? And they were like, oh, well, we're, we, we're going to start podcasting. And I was like, that's cool. Well. Let me know about it sometime, man. That'd be kind of cool. I said, and he, he, I guess he thought I was bullshitting him. I did. Like, I seriously just, did think. And then he, like, he starts inviting everybody, like all the other people, and I'm just like, dude. Yeah, I've, lo- <laughs> I've lo- I started. I listened to his first podcast. So he hasn't even talked to me. He's like his first podcast. I thought the one where they're in bed, friend. naked, talking oh, yeah. weird yeah, shit. You're yeah. right. That was their first <laughs> podcast. It was just like I'm actually pretty sure they weren't wearing headsets and talking on microphones. <laughs> they were just like recording themselves on their iPhones. Like, hey. a mic drop from the ceiling. It's like in between the mirrors. We we were legit, man. We we had the headsets and and the mixer. All this shit was in the bed with us. The mixer, yeah. In the bed, you had the mixer, the headsets in the bed with us. No shit. And I think the headset you're wearing is one they had on. They should have seen the video that came out afterwards. They didn't put that online, but whatever. OnlyFans.com. We were were gonna. Oh, you You've need to check out my OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was going to tell him earlier, I was like, he, we, he, know we had a little celebration the night for you, and everybody brought you gifts, and I was thinking, they don't know what the military is like. I was like, I got your Pornhub prescription, your subscription <laughs> sent to your email privately, man. I didn't do it in front of everybody, so sorry about that. The, uh, the email should be coming, so you're, you know, 90 days of That's Pornhub what that email is, was. Is, is there, so don't You're, don't you're lucky I checked my junk folder. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you do. You know. Y'all ever done that? Like subscribe to order. Order. <laughs> well, no, uh, no. but order uh-huh. subscriptions to those kind of uh, unscrupulous type subscriptions to, to people. somebody else. Yeah, like for somebody else's name. That used to be like our going gag gift whenever our friends got oh married. We'd gosh. order them you like a subscription. A lot of people, a lot of good ideas. Bad, yeah, so bad our, ideas. our wedding gifts were always like a subscription to Playboy Hustler and Fat Girls in Mud or something. You know, it was always something that we threw out there for guys like when they got married. Y'all never done those kind of... That just shows how much of a young guy you are, uh, man. They, that's whenever they used to send naked pictures in the mail and now they just do it all online. It's what you're saying ah <laughs> uh, never mind so there you go guys if you have a buddy or a brother or a sister that are getting married just order the uh the groom all kinds of random subscriptions and have them sent to their new house it's a great wedding gift <laughs> their new brides always appreciate it I, I mean i've always sent like one of my old best friends well i, I gave him for christmas a shirt and a dodo there you go and the note said if you don't like your shirt you can go fuck yourself <laughs> so yeah. you know that I, works. I don't think he liked the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so to be so clear. He spent you, a lot of time using the dildo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, not clearing up his story, clearing up my story? No. no, I want to clear up your story. Are you saying I didn't get a subscription? <laughs> <laughs> You're all upset now. I will. I, I'll, I mean. Well, didn't you, you have, say you checked your junk mail? Is, yeah. it a pay, is, is that really a paid site or... <laughs> I'm asking that legitly. I thought it was just a free thing. If it's paid and you want the subscription, I would I'll get that for you for your promotion celebration. But I really don't know you had to pay for that kind of stuff anymore. I thought it was all free. 
Come just on, to show man. me something. <laughs> just to show you something. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess you're going to the wrong ones if you're paying for it, Cruz. I don't know. I guess so, man. I don't know. I what need to you cancel get? some of those subscriptions. <laughs> I mean, like, do you get them early or do you get something different? I don't know. I really don't know what you get with the paid subscription to all those sites. I don't think this is where you wanted your podcast to go. <laughs> it but, could go in any know, direction, wait, man. That's the beauty I of really, it. I really don't want anybody I know to, like, be like, I was on a podcast with at the Ville podcast. Y'all should go check it out. And we spent an hour talking about porn websites. <laughs> not really what I want to happen. Okay, which ones charge and which ones don't? Yeah, I really and I, I don't know and I don't want to know and I'm not going to do that. I'm like the odd guy, you know. Like I'm not your true. I'm not your normal. Uh, I feel like I'm like a down to earth person, you know. Like I'm normal person, but a lot of things I do are not. <laughs> not, not normal and so like you know i mean it's just tough because like i you know, go tdy with a lot of people and they're like hey we're going out to the strip club i'm not going to strip clubs you know or hey i uh you know i, I mean whatever that whatever they're into i'm just not necessarily like that and so it's, it's just not been what something they're I a do. waste of time so, but or and money i was gonna yeah, say and so money and, and, so, and i mean money. I, I never got into it i didn't understand it maybe i'm just not that visual type of guy i'd rather go I, i'm the same way the bar but I know people, I have friends that they're like, it's the greatest thing in their lives. It, and I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I've met those guys who, be, to, who, and, and what's sad about that is I've, I've met a pretty, probably pretty good mix of both. You know, the ones who go away from home and their wives never know how they act when they go somewhere else. And then there's the ones who their wives do know, but, and that, and that's okay. If that's how they want to spend their time, their money, that's what, it's acceptable in their relationships or in how they want to be, or even the single guys, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But I just never, I never understood it, never yeah. got it, never was into it. So like, even when, whenever I was single before I was married, it wasn't something I would go and do. And I'd have friends who would, you know, go out and drink. And I was like, I'd rather go to the honky tonk and dance or. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It's just never been my thing. I don't, I never got it. Yeah. And the people that I knew or yeah, that enjoyed it were single guys. And uh, they were just like hooked on it. They always, I remember one time we were all out and uh, then they came across the table. It was like, hey, let's go to a strip club. Everybody was like, no, nah, no, nah, let's go do something else. And one of our buddies, he like threw a fit the entire night. He was pouting. He was pissed off until we kind of ran out of options. Like, okay, let's go to a strip club. And he started jumping for joy like it was the greatest thing ever. Like it was Christmas morning or something. It's almost, like, what the fuck? It's almost like those people who are like that are – super like lonely you know what i mean like uh i don't know if he was super low i don't think it's loneliness yeah i don't it's, i wouldn't equate it with that either because it's some of the sometimes it's the guys who seem to have you know it's you oftentimes i would associate that even with like the guys who are not you know desperate or looking for something it's just, i don't know what it is about it that just I think it just gets to some guys and it really is. Yeah. I think it becomes kind of like an addiction to that, yeah. like a thrill mm -hmm. or an addiction. And it could be the same guys who are, you know, the players or they're getting the girls, they're the GQ kind of guys. And they still, there's a few of them who really get into that. And it's just, that's their thing. And if that's what, and there's no judgment. I don't care. That's, that's your thing. And we want to spend your, your money. Your thing. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not, it hasn't been my thing and not my thing. And it's not what I'm going to get into. And this is not what I thought we'd be talking <laughs> about. I said, I'm with you. It never man. is, man. Now, I don't even know how we got here, but we should. Neither do I. Freaking, God dang me, am I gift to you let us hear. oh yeah i always do wait this. Like, so what happened it's not a real gift it, 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 it's it, it's a real gift <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> go, go it's about to be do they have dollar general gift cards for, <laughs> for this 
because I'm not going to one of those sites, but if I can buy it on Dollar General, it's yours. You know, I'll get you a Visa gift card. You can spend it where you want, all right? Yes. Actually, we don't ever get it. We don't give gifts for promotion ceremonies in the Air Force. You should. It's actually become quite customary in the Air Force where if you make rank, then you buy the gifts, right? Why are you going to put me out there like that? So if we, I brought beer to your house. These guys brought tequila to your house. The truth is, is you should have taken us all out drinking and bought us drinks and lap dances. See, that kind I, of I would have... But this was a surprise, and I had no idea about it. So, see, and that kind of goes in hand with like golf. If you make a hole in one, you would expect everybody else to buy you a drink, but yet the person who makes the hole in one buys everybody in the clubhouse a drink. Doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? I mean that doesn't make sense to me, but golf doesn't make sense to me. So <laughs> I, I was just listening for like where you were gonna try to I show mean, what it's made just one. Of, it's just one of those things. It's like doesn't. you would think if you made the hole in one. People would be like, I, I buy, I'm buying you a drink. Yeah, like, congrats, man. But no, it's like, yeah. you made, you're buying us a drink. Everybody buys, or he buys everybody a drink. It's kind of weird. Or she. Whatever. I really can't think of very many instances where you are successful and people buy you drinks. Except for, like, living a, another year and not dying. <laughs> so if it's your birthday, people will buy you drinks. But what are the other instances where people buy you drinks just for being good? Never. I mean, I don't know. Uh, a birthday? You survive and people buy you drinks? Yeah, I guess Birthday, that's anniversary? Where we're, we're you survive another year of anniversary? Yeah, you survive yeah. another year and people okay. buy you drinks. You know, you hey, think, congratulations on living and here's a drink. We'll try to kill you tonight. <laughs> but I can't really think of instances. So, like, got me. I mean, we bring up two, two different circumstances where you would expect Baby it to shower. be the other way around. You know what? So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit. <laughs> I was going to say weddings. We have but probably been to a different type of. Weddings is not even a good example because there's usually, like, you would hopeful or an open bar. So, the bride and groom or the parents are at least buying drinks for everybody else to celebrate their wedding. But most people, I'm assuming, don't celebrate baby showers like you and I do. And that, <clears throat> I would like to say that that's probably like an. Uh, an ethnicity thing, but and people don't know that we're definitely not the same ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> they can't tell it by my accent and the way I say Via Nueva, but you, uh, you would pass for Mexican, man. I think so, man. <laughs> yeah, I really was. It's just I'm like I'm a jack of all trades, I'm a master of none. I get involved with everybody, I hang out with everybody, I have a good time. And uh, I remember, so I was talking about charisma on command before we kind of started talking about this. The charisma on command. Oh yeah, we videos. were going like a, a legit leadership route. No, I'm not going to get back into – I'm not going legit leadership. If that's what you're wanting, then you are no. brought the wrong fucking guy on here. I was just going to jump back into that charisma on command kind of thing where you're like try to uh, – what was I saying? Where you're trying to like, you know, learn certain things and develop certain things. One thing I learned about myself is I I, I, I think of myself as a fairly uh, charismatic person. Like I just met you tonight, Justin, right? That's right. Well, I think we're pretty getting along pretty well already. Yeah, I mean – Cruz had to pay me a little bit, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think sorry. Yeah, I think we're doing. Yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> so one thing I think I've noticed is that I tend to uh, one of the one like, and everybody does this, whether they realize it or not. There's like a mimicking that people do that they will mimic people that they're talking to or dealing with in order to like to develop a rapport with them instantly, and people don't realize they're doing it. I don't know why you're like laughing. Because what I'm thinking about is when people try to mimic accents. Yeah, so th I, I do this, and I'm really bad about it, where I'll start to mimic accents. And I know one time, like I, the one time I really got called, I've got, I mean, the one time I first, I really didn't get called out on it. I was like mimicking kind of accents, right? Yeah. I was talking to some guys, and I won't say like who they were or what they were or anything like this. It's just like one of the guys was like, man, you are the 
uh, I mean, you're a white guy, but you got more soul than anybody I've <laughs> ever met. You talk with soul. And that's, that was the time in my life when it cl- like clicked in my head, like, oh, crap. I mimic accents. And so, like, I'm talking with soul. I don't talk with soul just normally. Maybe a little bit, but not like, not like he was saying. Like, you talk with soul. You know, I'm like, I don't talk with soul. You talk with soul. You know, but, and I was like, I mimic accents. And so I do this all the time and, and people do it with that subconsciously. And I've caught myself like doing it with really weird accents. Like I took a trip to Jamaica and I start talking to Jamaicans and I pick up a little bit of a Jamaican accent for yeah. some reason. Cause it's just intrinsic that people will mimic. And if you've been around a group of people for a long time, you can think of work situations where like somebody comes in, they're a little bit strong. They might have a catchphrase or a word they use a lot. And then after six months, everybody in the entire work center uses the same phrase. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's, that's the art. That's like mimicking people to flatter them. And that's like building charisma with them. So I'm going to bark with the dogs. There's charisma with me. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So you, you have, you, you have personal like experience where you can think of that happening yeah, to you. I do it. Yeah. I do it quite a, quite often. Uh, so I do it with you guys. I do it at work. Um, you know, coming out of El Paso, my, my accent was really fucking thick. Like, uh, like Mexican accents are. Um, what? Yeah. Really? Yes. It was. It was. It was bad. And uh, when I went to college, it was the first time. Like, uh, I realized there's different accents that people talk with all the time. And when I came back from college, my accent had changed to what I was used to being around. And uh, when I went to college, I hung around. I mean, there was a lot of black people, a lot of white people. So I kind of like shifted accents, and it no longer sounded like somebody from El Paso. So, but if you go back into El Paso and with your family, yeah, you start drinking a couple back. of drinks, and then it's like instantly it turns back on. You're mimicking who yep. you're around. It happens all the time. And I've seen that. Like, you know, if I go into, uh, you know, a bar where it's just a bunch of uh, Justins around, you know, and I'll start talking to Justin, I'll be like, I, I, not just maybe not an accent right away, but the things I would say, the the catchphrases I would use would be different. Not, actually, if I saw you now, I'd probably t- <laughs> talk to you like some, you know, Hood rat. <laughs> you think you're dressed like a hood rat? I was actually going to make fun of you earlier for like for the whole golf thing, and then you brought that up. You know, so I'd, I'd, you're like I would you approach people no. different on who yeah. you think they are and how they talk and their accents, and that's just a natural flattery thing that we do intrinsically, whether you instinctively, not intrinsically, instinctively, without even thinking about it. Like you start to mimic people, and yeah. and you take on their characteristics or try to flatter them so they will like you. Yeah, that's exactly right because I do that in Tennessee as well. And uh, I could, I, when I go to Tennessee, and, and I love everybody over there, but hey, my accent, yeah, I, I can feel it like towards the end, like the half end of, of that vacation there, I can hear my accent coming out, like trying, sounding like the people that are in Tennessee. And I was like, this is weird. I kind of like it, but it's it's weird, right? Um, hey, Justin, then, are you here to just get drinks for us? Is that what he told me earlier? <laughs> oh, God. Because I'm out of a dose eggies, you know. Thank you. He got up. I appreciate spit that. Spit in it, Justin. Uh, Just with a little it. bit of lime, if you could put like lime around the edge with some salt on it, I'd appreciate that. But no, I get that. You know, <laughs> you son of a gun. I was kidding. You didn't have to get up. He just told me you were the drink guy whenever you came in here earlier. And I don't know. It feels weird. Like I don't think he's, anybody he's, can hear me. He's but the me beer and man. You. What? I feel like when I'm talking. Oh, everybody can hear you. I I know, I know. I'm just, it just, you kind of get stuck in your own little world when you can hear yourself in the headphones and it's just like breaker, breaker, one, nine. (laughs) You know, I feel like I'm just like the only people who can hear me. This is why you don't shut up because you can hear yourself talking. I love it. It's just (laughs) great. If I had headphones and a microphone all the time, I would just, um, I 
honestly would entertain myself forever. But I think uh, you would. Do you remember that one time we were sitting at the bar? I knew this would come up. I even told Holly. I said, "I don't only. This is the reason I don't want to do a podcast with Cruz because he's going to bring this up." Wait, what do you think? What, no, 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 what no. do you think I want to say? You can, you can, you can ask Holly later if I was right or if I was wrong. No, 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 no. You, Tell you me. You bring it up. No. Now, I think you're fixing to bring up like me whenever I used to do my my some of my storytelling. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you serious, Justin? You grabbed one off the fucking counter, not out of the cold <laughs> fridge. Are you kidding me? He just brought me up. He did it all right. He did it all right. He got it salted. He got it limed. He did it all right. He brought me a hot beer. What a great freaking guy. Me and him are going to be really good friends. But let me let me just say that he is going back to get me. A, they're in the door. He is going back to get a different beer because he realized his, the error of his ways. But he's a great guy. I like this guy a lot. He said, tell me to get you a beer again. <laughs> yeah, tell me to get you a beer again. I didn't even tell him. I just was. I, I, made, I know this is bullshit. I made a. You're freaking, lucky that Justin is a great guy. I made man. a joke, and he is a great guy. I like this. But uh, well, no, I called him a beer man earlier because because he delivers beer. I, I he said he sells the beer. Sells the beer. Okay, I get that, and uh, but I, that's why I just I played on it, and made the joke. I wasn't being serious. I honestly didn't think he would get up and get it. And I think he's talking, but I can't hear him that well. So I have to pull the headphone off my ear to hear what he's saying man you're an amazing dude we are going to go on a cruise together i'm, gonna I'm to, good man. i don't even have to tip Thanks. those little guys running around bringing beers to everybody i just got justin with me justin go to the bar <laughs> hey uh, i like this what well, what were we talking about like uh flattery oh you were talking about your story about going to tennessee i tell you i told you i don't listen yeah. to a lot of your podcasts but that's one of the podcasts that have like stuck with me whenever you were talking about like uh, visiting with holly's family and just your the differences in like upbringing and your experiences oh, yeah. and things and then and i tell you i think it's probably been one of the most valuable things i've learned in and in, in the job i do is working with different people is learning that and, and it's starting to it's sad that it took me like 15 years to realize just how different my experiences and my life were than everybody else's and i think this came up with another guest when you're talking about uh was it mcneese maybe and you're talking about hunting and oh yeah yeah and some of those experiences. That, yeah. that was probably the same podcast. I don't remember, yeah. but uh, just some of the, just the different experiences, you know, and how people's backgrounds and lives are so very like. I, I mean, I know me and you are not the same. We had different experiences. I mean, we both lived in El Paso for a period of time. Did you know I lived in El Paso? No, I didn't. Yeah, I lived in El Maybe Paso. Maybe I did. Probably when I was about only from like when I was like five years old to about eight years old. Uh, I know you jumped young. around Texas, but yeah. So I lived in El Paso for a little bit, but still. My experience, in fact, I got a scar on my hand that came from El Paso because I remember they were building a bunch of houses and I was running through the neighborhood and like tripped on something and fell on a piece of like broken pottery and it cut my hand and I still have the scar. So El Paso. We're <laughs> uh, just talking about like different experiences, you know, and I think the reason that resonated with me when you're talking about like you and Holly having such different experiences and where you come from and uh, uh, talking about fishing. And I thought just uh, to me, I think I take it take for granted that. You know, I mean, I didn't grow up fishing every day, but I grew up around fishing and fishing and hunting and that just kind of atmosphere. So fishing just, not hunting, because I didn't grow up hunting a lot uh, or that wasn't a part of like my life, but fishing But was, you're familiar with it. Yeah, familiar with it. And uh, I hunt now, but fishing was something I took like everybody fished. Not you know? me. <laughs> and, but it, not, and I learned in that podcast, not everybody fished. Yeah. And uh, it was 
Thank, you can put that on so you can hear me say thank you very much, Justin. I <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah, you, you're, 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 you're an amazing, you're amazing guy. You brought me two beers in the span of five minutes, and nobody has done that before. Uh, no, but just those different experiences. You know, like recently, you know, I was uh, uh, working overseas and working with some different people, and uh, I had a guy there oh, I was working with who was from Chicago. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Philadelphia. I'm sorry. He wasn't from Chicago. He was from Philadelphia. And uh, we became pretty close friends. You know, we hung out a lot. We weren't around our family, so we had a lot of uh, individual single guy kind of time. And we were both, you know, kind of in the same place. But talking to him and learning his experiences and, like, you know, how he had lost uh, young brothers and uncles and close family members and just comparing his life growing up in the inner city of Philadelphia to my life and then his wife who was from the south having such a different experience mm. it was just like man i how to i i never i don't even know how to try to understand a guy you know who uh joined the military or got got out of philadelphia as fast as he could because he knew if he didn't he was going to end up he had like two choices you know like the gang life or no life you know and it's just like and, and while we were there and he had to come back because he's lost a close family member to gang violence and it's like i never had to grow up worrying about losing my friends or family to gang violence you know it, it um, white privilege i don't know but <laughs> it's just location privilege you know what i mean and yeah. so you just meet a lot of people with different experiences so i went i went re really really deep from like not fishing to gang violence but you know what i mean yeah. i you was wondering where this was going <laughs> i go anywhere man. I don't but care. different experiences still i get it just like just like how like you don't realize like you because you only live a certain life you don't realize how different your life is from other people's lives unless you take the time to actually find those differences and appreciate yeah. those differences. I mean, so, I mean, Justin grew up bull riding. Do I know the bull riding life? No, but I mean, I, I understand it. I've been familiar with it. I've been around it, but I, and so, but being you, we could go someplace else and we may have no understanding of having to chop firewood all summer long to have a fire in the winter time, you know, to stay warm. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. I don't know where I was going. But just my, it was a good podcast I listened to, and it made me think about that, just how different you and Holly were. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're extremely different, uh, almost in every aspect. I'm a dude, she's a guy, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dude, she's a guy. I'm a dude, she's a girl. I wonder Are if she you knows kidding that. me? Wow, like in all aspects, a guy? All aspects. <laughs> uh, you know, no judgment. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I grew up in a don't ask us again. Right? I, no, I grew up in a you ask and you tell. <laughs> and you do something about it. But I've grown smarter and I love everybody. So I, we got you, man. And that's I mean, what you're into. I mean, yeah, you could you do what you want these years. <laughs> yeah. so that's the way it is. Yeah. So, but uh, you yeah. and Hank, whatever y'all have going on, I'm fine <laughs> with it. So now I know. Yeah. No, that, I'm sorry. Did I not push your lime in for you? Is that? Honestly, I don't want you pushing anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're not with Hank, so it's all right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, I found that out big time when I first joined the military. So, like, different experiences and stuff. Uh, like, one of the th times I can remember was uh, going out with my friends, and then after the bars or the, or the clubs, right, just a bunch of fucking young 20-year-olds after the bar, I was like, hey, let's go get something to eat. I see a taco truck, right? I was like, 
I'm game. All of my friends, are, we're in San Antonio, <laughs> so there's taco trucks all over the place. Uh, but my friends, they're from all over the United States aside from Texas. And they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't want to go eat there? You don't know what the hell's going on. They're fucking probably cooking cats back there. I was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Trust me. These will be the best tasting cats yes. you've ever had. <laughs> get, get some tacos from there, and uh, you will love me for the rest of your life. And that's what happens. But, I mean, to me, it was normal. To them, it was just like, what the hell? Uh, another time is, uh, and it just makes it seem like alcoholics, but growing up, like. Do you birth- need another drink? Uh, I, I, I still got some. <laughs> yeah. You son of a bitch. Um, like, growing up, any party you went to, whether it was a birthday party for a five-year-old, a quinceañera, a baby shower, anything, any kind of celebration, you brought beer or alcohol. And it wasn't just like a six pack. You brought a lot of beer because it was all going to get drank. And uh, so I showed up to a kid's birthday party with a 30 pack. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody looked at me like I was some kind of asshole. Were you married to Holly at this time and you and Holly showed up? I'm just going to say she let you down. Yeah, no, it was, I I was married at the time, but to some other crazy woman and, uh, Showed up to that birthday party with the 30 rack, and I just stood out, and everybody, like, just looked at me, and then everybody was talking shit behind my back, too. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's it's so funny, because- Well, sorry. You said something about that just a little bit ago with going to a baby shower, and it's kind of funny, because, like, I don't know, maybe Justin's experiences are different than yours and mine, is, like, I felt like- I'm the kind of guy that would, hey, it's my daughter's first birthday, and we're going to, the the wives and the kids are going to celebrate the birthday party. I'm going to be there for the cake and for the presents, and then <laughs> the guys are all going to sit around, and we're going to drink a bunch of beer. And so people came to my first birthday party, and I had tons of beer. Nobody brought any, but I had a lot. And, like, I think I was the only one drinking most of the time. It's like, those guys didn't expect to show up and drink at a first kid's birthday party or baby showers where – uh, and, I, and I don't know where I got that from because I don't think it's typical. And I, I mean, I don't want to like draw that like on a racial divide, but I mean, that, there's definitely a Hispanic difference in oh, yeah. how you approach a baby shower as opposed to uh, a typical like white baby shower. Because typically a white baby shower, it's just all females, the wife and their her girlfriend show up. And in a Hispanic uh, baby shower, everybody comes. You well, come to celebrate the pregnancy. And then, yeah. and so we, I'd have baby showers where I'm like, what? We're not all coming? Like, <laughs> I got a keg ordered. Yeah. And exactly I was right. saying, I think that's the thing with yeah. with our generation, too. It's like to keep the guys around and keep them entertained, they got to have beer. Like if the beer if the beer's not there, they, they don't even yeah, really want to be the there. Hook. You know, yeah. it's like, I mean, all the guys are going to be grouped together, drinking a cold beer and letting them do whatever they're going to do. You know, and it's just kind of. Yeah, like we hung out inside in the air conditioning, open presents, and did the little thing. But then they like start like changing Snickers filled baby diapers, and the guys went to the garage, and I showed off the tools, and we opened up cold beers, and showed them my kegerator and stuff like that, right? But you say different generations. Like, I mean, I don't want to pry, and it's not anybody else's business. But like, I mean, I don't know how much of an age difference there really is in this table. Like, I think I'm a probably. What are you like 34, 36? Do you put that out on the I'm 25. <laughs> you put that out on the Ville the Ville House podcast, Absolutely. how old you are? Yeah. I'm thirty seven. 
37. Do you put that out there publicly, how old you are, Justin? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you I look just, older I than think, me and act older than me, but I don't think you're older than me. I th- <laughs> look and act, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Thanks, I don't know Dad. What that means, but yeah, I, I think I just I think I just turned thirty three. So okay, okay. So I I am definitely a different generation than you guys. Actually, I think I just what are found you fifty two? Yeah, so fifty two, and I just found out that I'm not uh, the, a millennial. I actually I am a millennial. Wait, I'm how old are you for real? Forty four. Are you forty four? I'm forty four. I was born in uh, nineteen seventy seven, so I'm forty four years old. I'm 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 the old guy at this. I table. thought you were younger than that. Yeah, most people do think I'm older, younger well, than damn, that. Damn, how old did you think I was? Older than me? <laughs> <laughs> God damn! I'm not. I mean, I'm not that saying you bad. have. That's I'm bad. not saying you haven't aged well, but you haven't aged well, brother. Uh, no. I'm just kidding. No, it's me, not, not it, what I'm Kevin, saying. Kevin, go get your next beer yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm, your, respect your elders. Yes, sir. Uh, no, no I, I was just kidding. I don't know. I do think that I tend to to act a lot younger than I am. That's not a compliment of myself. That's just a testament to my immaturity and being surrounded by uh, a certain demographic of males and people my entire life. Sorry, my phone. I got to put that on vibrate. Oh, was that Everybody's you? going to get annoyed with me here. They're going to hear my phone uh, dinging in the you background. You son of a bitch. Get out of here. That's my kid. She's here. <laughs> She's like, are we leaving soon? <laughs> No, baby. I'm sorry. Uh, like, We've got a, important things to talk about. Come on. Yeah, we're talking about how subscriptions. old I am. <laughs> <laughs> subscriptions. Unnecessary. Unnecessary subscriptions. But you know. Some would think it is, but others. I don't know. You know. So, I, I mean, you we, pay for YouTube. I, that's very necessary. We don't, <laughs> I'm not watching commercials if I don't have to. You, play, you pay for Netflix? I do. All right. All right. Same thing. But have you seen their content? But do you bent? Have you? Are you kidding me? You're going to compare YouTube content to Netflix? There's a lot more on Netflix or YouTube than Netflix. I'm not saying quality yeah, wise, it's always but it's more. always been free. Netflix, you've always had to pay for. So YouTube is free, and it still is free. But if you want to watch it without the commercials premium. and all the commercial breaks, you get the premium. It's so cheap. I can't remember what I pay a month. What is it like? Four ninety nine? I don't know. It's just auto drafts. Hell, they may have gone up to. Forty nine ninety nine a month, and I really couldn't tell you. I don't know. Why am I missing a hundred dollars? Where'd it go? You you keep it. Uh, I really I budget I budget to the penny, but so I but I can't tell you off the top of my head what I budget because it, it it comes through as Google, and with Google I have you for know, YouTube? more than yeah because Google owns YouTube. I didn't know that. Yeah, Google owns YouTube, and Google so it just comes through as a Google Pay, and I I have like two or three Google things that I actually pay for because I pay for Google storage that I, I use their cloud storage for photos and damn it are you an Android user <laughs> I am you son of a yeah it reminds me like I just was looking at some of my past like yeah you get on so I, I have Facebook and I use Facebook I'm okay with people who use Facebook I wish I didn't use it I'd like to say the only reason I have it is so I can communicate with my kids while I work at works where you don't have cell phones etc and it is the number one way if I uh I'm on a computer. I can communicate with my kids. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably get rid of Facebook. But I did see a post I shared a few years ago uh, or a year ago, a Twitter post that I'd shared. And it was, uh, don't you like when you bring up a story and it's like, you know, why did, why did you bring that up? And now you don't remember the exact <laughs> wording to the whole story. It was like right there on the top. Of the, I don't you know, know what you're talking about, share man. I don't, I don't have that problem. I'm only 37. That <laughs> <laughs> was loud. Yeah, it was really loud. But I'm, I'm glad you're gone. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel I feel like I have 
I feel like I have no direction. Like, I, you know, the, the leader of the group just walked away, and I'm not sure what's happening anymore. He said he's done with but this shit. I, I knew that's what he was saying. But Android. You said you're an Android user. Android, you, Android users. And uh, do you know how – uh, y'all use Facebook quite a bit. You know how whenever you have a, uh, uh, oh, like the recent memories thing. Like right. Yeah, yeah. Facebook Post back up like from years, a year yeah, ago or two years ago. Do you know how you can, because I know you can go back and you can look at, you know, your memories from a year ago or recent memories. Do you know how you pull, like how you look at those recent memories if you if they're not a notification? Yeah. How do you look at them? No, it's actually not that bad. Uh, So go to Facebook. All right, I'm on Facebook. Here's a lesson, kids. Uh, You see those lines at the bottom right? You probably don't have to teach kids. You have to teach the the old old guy in the group. Oh, you don't have it. That's that's why I don't see it. Are you Uh, an Android user too? No, No, he's Apple. He's legit. So what are the lines going to? So it's an an option. And then something like that. So you're in your profile, yeah. And you'll have memories. Yeah, that's – I don't have – People are listening like these old that fucks. That at all. This is, an, this is like an important memory. Hmm. What's, the, what's, the, what's the memory? If I could remember the memory, I wouldn't need <laughs> Facebook to remember it for me. I thought you, you just not, wanted to show us. Do you I not thought understand maybe you knew, that? I thought maybe you knew what it was. You just wanted to show us. <laughs> uh, You're an imagery guy. Explain it to us. I'm not an imagery guy. Hey, oh, I, I figured it out on mine, though. Check it. So I click the center part where it says the little Facebook logo. I don't. And then it says. Oh, there it goes. Where's it at? Right. Let me see yours. It says memories. Hey, you, oh. you lost this. Right here. Boom. Okay, oh. click on. Memories should be on here somewhere. Are you kidding? See more. See more Johnson. There. Bam. Click on it. All right. This is what I was going to show you. Cause it, All right. What is it? Because uh, everybody is dying to, <laughs> to hear what is going on with this memory. Now it's not showing up. That uh, tape at the time I took a Harley ride and drove across country all by myself just because I got bored one weekend. You yeah, were there well, when I lived. What was that, we like 2017, 2018 or something like you that? You know, I'm really bad about, like, remembering years, but – it was four years ago. Yeah, 2017. You, we were, st- we were like living together in down in Florida whenever I did that. Yeah, that was a good trip. Well, we man. we weren't living together, but we worked together, oh, I'm sorry. and we you lived in the same city. You don't want to tell everybody that we lived <laughs> together. Okay, I understand. Uh, this doesn't tell you like, this just does the two day. That was but a good you, trip. What was that like? Yeah. When I jumped on my Harley and took off. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, you know, I was like, how, "How long was the trip?" Well, then I I planned like going for a week, but I had planned on leaving on like on a Monday and driving for. A, I really didn't have a plan. I had taken leave uh, or vacation for a week, but whatever it turned out to be is what I was what I was gonna do, and. Uh, I think I ended up being gone for only like five days or something. But honestly, like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Where did you go to? I took off from. Because you pan- started from Florida, right? Yeah, so. I took off from the Panhandle of Florida, or Lower Alabama, as like people like to call it, and I ended up driving like all the way into uh, 
I mean, I drove from, I drove through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then in, up into Virginia. And then came back from Virginia through North Carolina, uh, and then through like Georgia, Alabama into Florida. So it was a good trip. I think For I drove five like, days. Yeah, I think I did like 1,500 miles. And I think I did almost half of that just in the day that I decided to come back Yikes. and cut my tri- trip short. So I rode 700 and something miles on the final day of that journey. But, you know, I, I plan on leaving like on a Monday from, from Florida. And it was all like the weather forecast was bad weather, rain, rain everywhere on Monday. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to leave early and just get the hell out of town and miss all the rain and go. And I think I drove about 45 minutes and it started raining on me. And it rained on me pretty much the entire first day. And I planned on camp the whole trip, but it rained on me the whole day. I would drive and stop at just random places to get out of the rain and ended up driving. Uh, I don't even remember. You know, I had no plan. So to say how far I drove the first day, I couldn't, couldn't say. I ended up staying in some rinky dink like roach motel on the side of the road that said like 1999 for the night you know but i was by myself i didn't care i just wherever i stayed nobody was gonna mess with me you know it was just me it wasn't i didn't have to care about any family members or whatever so wherever i stayed it didn't bother me if i'd have found a nice covered campground where i could have got out of the rain for a little bit and thrown up my tent that's what i would have done but it was just i rode all day uh, in the rain and i wanted a break and kind of wanted a hot shower, so I got the first cheap roach motel I saw. And it was actually turned out to be, you know, so, like, uh, my wife at the time, like, I'm not staying in a hotel. She is opposed to staying in hotels where the rooms face outwards. You know, oh, yeah. she wants them to be facing inwards like a hotel, you yeah. know. It'd be really nice. See, if the rooms are outside, like the, like everything you stayed in growing up, she didn't want to stay there. And that's what one of those places where just a single story, all white, rundown gravel parking lot you know just real like trashy looking place but i pulled in and it was kind of late and i'm and i beat down you know rained on all day riding the harley all day pulled up and it was like the nicest sweetest old man ever and he probably has owned that hotel that's how they get you before years. they cut you up <laughs> that's what that's what the, that's what this guy would say mm-hmm. uh but I mean, it really was. And I went to the hotel and it wasn't the cleanest or nicest, but it, it was clean and comfortable and hot shower after riding all day. But, and then, uh, I just was just pointing the bike North and, you know, I, don't, I didn't have GPS running or anything, just driving. And then drove like half a day, beautiful weather. And then it started pouring down rain on me again and rode the rest of the day in the rain. And I just was like, I'm going to look for a campground and got on my phone. And have you ever heard of tale of the dragons? No. It's just pretty popular, like uh, a, tr- a mountain trail amongst like motorcyclists and car enthusiasts who like to ride really windy back roads and that's in the mountains. So it's a pretty popular trail. So like Tale of the Dragons and uh, found this campground and it's a, it was like Tale of the Dragons campground, you know, and I was like, or, you know, close to it. I was like, oh, I'm right there. Is that really the case? And hit on it, went to the campground rode in the rain the rest of the way to the campground got there and it's another is all bikers there because they were all there to ride the trail of the dragons and i didn't even know i was anywhere close to that i'd just been riding and the lady was super nice i was going to camp outside and she's like you know uh the weather's crap you shouldn't be sleeping outside again you've been riding all day in the crappy weather she's like i actually have one cabin 
that was reserved and the people didn't show up probably because it was raining all day and most people who had bikes and didn't make the ride you know uh but so she gave me a good deal on the cabin and i stayed in that cabin and uh got to get up the next day and go ride the it's beautiful my third day it's like i get to go ride the tail of dragons and i was on the blue ridge mountain trail and rode the blue ridge mountains uh the rest of the day it was just a fantastic ride it's beautiful i loved it man and i guess i could just talk about riding the bike all day and being out in, out in the wind but uh, it was great and then so what is it is it like the trail that you're riding or is it the scenery while you're while you're riding it's a little bit you know there's there's something about adrenaline rush on being on two wheels and out in the open and getting on some winding nice trails but there was just like mountains and valleys and views and mountain lakes and mountain rivers that was just beautiful uh did you ever pull over to enjoy the view or oh was yeah it just like while you no were riding? no no so most of the trail uh blue ridge mountain trail the blue ridge mountain highway or blue ridge mountain trail is you know uh, paved highway but it's still only like 35 miles an hour because it's just windy up in the mountains and you're mixed with all kinds of traffic and i mean it's easier to, to travel at 35 much faster than 35 miles an hour on a motorcycle but cars and uh, other large vehicles definitely could probably their max speed would be at 35 miles an hour 45 miles an hour so but it's just a slow uh speed and but yeah i would stop it a ton of lookouts when i get tired about every uh, riding a, riding a bike you you get tired of riding and you want to stop about every hour to and if you're on the highway and just going you really can't ride more than two hours your body gets tired you get beat down and you need fuel so you, you have to stop a lot and i stop at a lot of lookouts and check it out and enjoy it but uh while that was a really enjoyable trip i was going through a really hard time in my life so uh being alone by myself was actually pretty stressful as stupid as that may sound i didn't I, you're alone with your thoughts man so yeah, you start going crazy that's a great way to put it when you're just by yourself and your thoughts i wasn't lonely i'm I'm used to being alone but having to deal uh, when you're by yourself you have nothing but to face what is in your mind yeah and that can be really difficult to do and it's really hard you know for like uh grown strong tough men to say like you know being alone in my own thoughts was is was depressing and hard to deal with and hard to face most people can't do it to begin with they can't be alone and just think like that in their thoughts yeah yeah but i was gonna say that's good that's a great point too because i I was even talking to the wife about like the times that i went on the rodeo circuit and i drove by myself it was like the two times that i think the most is when i drive and when i eat and I drove quite a bit and facing the demons, you know, and, and the loneliness that I was facing a lot of the times when I was on the road was just exactly what yeah. he was mentioning. <clears throat> and most people won't be willing to admit that, that that's tough to deal with. And especially men, you know, uh, they have a hard time like reaching out for help or admitting that, Hey, you know, that was a depressing time in my life or like I needed help. And, uh, and it's something that most people don't talk about. So, fucking men. <laughs> they, they, they are the worst. No, but it's true. Yeah, as for guys, yeah, because you are. It's like a, a masculine thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to f- seem weak, and uh, so you don't reach out for help or you don't uh, say that you need help, so you can actually get the help to begin with. And yeah, you, you just push everything down and you continue to hide it. And uh, you always hear like when you ask somebody, a guy. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Everything's good. I'm fine. I'm okay. 
uh, I listened to this podcast, which is freaking awesome for like uh, for married men and dads, like specifically for husbands and fathers. At the Dad Edge podcast, so highly recommend it. I've actually listened to a couple of their their podcasts, dude, yeah. and it's money. You got some shit hanging off your lip. It's it's uh, a <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's slim and it's uh, lime. lime lime slime. But if I if I take it off now, it's like you won. <laughs> if I leave it there, it's like it's like I'm okay with and comfortable I, I, with what was, I'm going. I was through. gonna get a napkin and wipe it off your lip for you, but. But uh-huh. I'm confident in what I have on my lips. So <laughs> now you just won. Yes, I won. No, no, but no it, I it, took it, another drink, and I, need, <laughs> I wanted it to go with that beer. Oh, got you, got you. That's why I was saving it for. See, and th- th- there it was, right there, man. Just a like uh, distraction from getting serious for a second. <laughs> Not, I don't but, even it, mind getting serious yeah. because, like, what you said is like m- most men think of it as like like a, a sign of weakness to get help. But honestly, like in my experience, whenever and I've and I've and I've been there to like a breaking point where I finally reached out and got people on my side. Yeah. And it took, I mean, I'm, I'm going to brag on myself because it took more courage than I've ever had on anything else I had to do to say, I can't do this alone. And that's, that's the thing about guys is if you're in a good place with good friends, you're getting help without realizing you need help. If you can go sit in the garage and BS and build charcuterie boards and, and drink some beers <laughs> and you're, you're getting something that you don't realize you're getting. But whenever you're stuck alone in a place where you don't feel like you have that camaraderie or those people in your life that are there to support you and you're by yourself. And, um, and, and in Florida, I was in that place where I didn't have, uh, good relationships and strong friendships and, that I could reach out, not even to reach out, but just have people around me that if I needed to have a sounding board that I would have it. Cause the guys do it all the time without even realizing it yeah. and just sit around in the backyard and, you know, start a fire and drink beers together and, uh, scratch. And then they start bouncing ideas off people and saying things and just venting and talking. And they don't think of it as like, Hey, I'm reaching out for help because they have it. And that's what guys do. And that's what, I mean, mean, women do the exact same thing. I think a lot of times it comes easier for women, but when you don't have that to, they do it intentionally. They don't No, But if you, at some point don't have that, and you have to uh, consciously say, I can't do this alone anymore and reach out to somebody for help and ask somebody for help or get advice from people. It takes more courage. I, I, I will sit here and tell you guys, it takes more courage to do that. And that was one of the hardest things I've had to do in my life was to say, I can't do this alone anymore. Um, and I'm not afraid to say that I, that I think that is more courageous and more ballsy than being the tough guy and doing it on your own. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. So I, I would tell anybody that don't ever feel weak because you want help. That's a sign of strength in asking for help. As ridiculous as that sounds. It's not it doesn't even ridiculous. sound ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it doesn't even yeah. sound ridiculous when you say it because it makes sense. It, uh, you, uh, you know, like, you know, if you want to move all the furniture out of your house into a U-Haul and move, you can't do it all alone, all by yourself. So you're going to ask your buddies for help. Or, or if you do, it's going to be hard. Yeah. You know? So, and that's kind of like how life is. You, doing life alone and by yourself is pretty tough. But you have it's tough a buddy. It sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? And that's it's that's a good thing. It's like a lot, a lot of my life, I 
I had some friends who I could kind of like lean on and, and turn to, but there's a lot of times and, you know, until I kind of like moved away from my hometown and moved here that it like, it was, there was a lot of days that was, it was just straight struggle. It's, uh, it's hard for older men to, uh, make friends. I say older men, but I'm saying for adults, like Mm -hmm. adult men to make those uh, close-knit friendships that you can make when you're younger, you know, like the people that you grow up with and, you know, go through the same uh, experiences with and stuff. As a grown man, at least in my experience, and I know a few others that have done the same, it's hard to find that connection um, with other men, like as friends, to like share all your your feelings and vent to them and whatever um, that doesn't consist of, hey, let's hang out, drink some beer, and shoot the shit. Instead of it being intentional and being like, hey, uh, dude, I really need to talk, man. You got some time. Because uh, that's when you start feeling weak. And But at that point, at least for me, you don't know who to turn to. and You don't know who's going to push you away and be like, stop being a little bitch, man. Like, figure your shit out. Or you don't know who's going to open up and be like, yeah, man, I got you. Let's uh, let's let's go talk. What do you need? That's how, that's how I feel anyway. Well, and then you, and then you look at like jobs and careers and stuff, and then you look at you know obviously military uh, background, and everybody thinks you know you've why are you coming to me to ask for help? You know, like you yeah. should be strong enough you know to do it on your own. Yeah, but I mean it's not always like that. It, yeah, and then even, like you say, it's just office talk. You hear that one little trigger that's like that tells you, oh, I can't show any kind of weakness in front of people like this or anybody else because of that one little thing that was said, right? And it could be something as simple as like uh, you're all in the office and you're just talking and be like, oh, I can't stand it when people do this thing or when they say this or when they feel this or let's take – crying right it's like i can't stand it when people cry and uh it's see you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> I, like it, it's funny I, I know i get it and then but let's say you're that one person it's like hey you just lost your mom or somebody really close to you and like your first trigger is crying and but you feel like man i can't open up like that in front of anybody else but like i'm dying for somebody to just talk to me and like just say like it's okay man like let it out so you don't you pack it in you just you suffer in silence no 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 no, it's kind of it's 100 percent. and i've been in i I I won't cut you off i I kind of interrupted you at the same time you did i wasn't going to over talk you but i've been i've been at my lowest of lows and florida was one of those places and it was like and i think Part of that was uh, I didn't have what I saw as like um, people I could relate to at work. And I I didn't make what I would consider like quality friends outside of work. And I, I hated everything about being there. And I just felt absolutely by myself. And to the point that, you know, I volunteered to go to Korea by myself just to get myself and my family out of Florida. I hated being there so much, but I had to, it didn't running, didn't fix my issues. You know, I went to Korea and you're even more isolated. And I found myself at the lowest of lows where, you know, people would ask me when I showed up to work and I put on the 
the, you know, the fakest of fake and the highest of high, where I would just come in in a good mood every single day. And, and people would, you know, I'd sit there and work, I'd come in high, happy, talk to people and sit and do my work. And people would come through and I can remember like just in instances where people would be like, Oh, hey, good morning, Sergeant Rice. How you doing? And like, I was like, I'm doing good. How are y'all? You know, and inside I could mentally think in my head, like I, like inside my head was screaming, just tell somebody, just tell them. Yeah. And like wanting to get up and just go home and, uh, lowest of lows, worst of the worst situation I've been in. Uh, I'm not a, above saying that I was, you know, extremely depressed with things I'd going through and, uh, I'd get off work and all I wanted to do when I got home was like either drink and lay in bed or just lay in bed and sleep and, uh, sleep and drink and go to work. It's like all I ever wanted to do. And it was just, it was just uh, mind numbing and to the point that I wouldn't, but I would never ask for help. But whenever I finally was, and, and I, and I came to a point where I was like broke and I needed, and it, something happened where like it affected you know, me being at work and what I was doing. And it was at that point where like, hey, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it by myself. I don't care how weak people think I am or how, uh, or how this affects anything is I can't do it alone anymore. I've got to do something. And then finally doing something, I think would just made me realize like, there's probably a lot of people who suffer through the exact same th same thing without ever reaching out, asking for help or admitting that they have a problem. And, then being embarrassed to own up to that. And I still am embarrassed to own up to the problem. I don't know how we got here. And I think I find myself wishing we weren't here on this conversation, <laughs> but, but I'm not afraid to admit it, you know, uh. cause I'm still, I'm not a, a different person. Uh, sorry, my phone's going crazy, but not, a, not afraid to admit it. So, yeah, that and makes it, you think less of me. Then think less of me. <laughs> no, man, and I think more people go through it than you'd like to think. But uh, and it's the thing; just a lot of people hide it. Um, like talking to my buddy who suffers from PTSD, he struggled with it for a long ass time without ever telling any anybody about it, and uh, it almost killed him until he finally got help. But. Uh, he didn't want to seem weak was the only reason that he didn't get help. And uh, I've been through that shit too. Like I've been through some pretty low points and I was lucky enough to, to go and reach out for help before it just ate me up. Um, but some people just go in the other direction and they try to pack it all in until it all comes out. And in the form that it comes out can look like anything, but it is pure destruction. Um, sometimes it's suicide, sometimes it's fucking breaking the law and getting sent to prison for years. Uh, it could be anything. And that's just from not wanting to seem weak and getting help. Uh, so yeah, and I don't think people should, uh, feel embarrassed or ashamed for, ha for having to go get help, man. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's a touchy subject, but yeah, it shouldn't be as, uh, I don't know, taboo. Is that the word? As Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's one of those subjects that, you know, the more you hear about it, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like it needs to be out there a lot more because I think there is times where people just hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, and mm-hmm. and then it's just too much, and and they end up doing something that you know effectively costs their life and affects everybody else around them. And that um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just it, it is, it is a touchy subject for sure. Yeah. Um, man, it's just it's one of those that like you're never you're never under somebody else for asking for help per se you know yeah. like it's just i don't know it is uh <laughs> yeah it's tough man uh and if you're the one that needs help it's it's hard to like give in and ask for that help because like you were saying and what it comes down to is like you don't want to seem weak but you're fucking dying <laughs> yeah hey that shit sucks. Just trying to stay macho, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it, it takes a lot more courage to ask for help than it does to, it does. to suffer alone. Yep. It does. I feel like I killed the conversation trying to deal with my daughter and uh, <laughs> my family messaging me. Life doesn't stop because you podcast, huh? No, it doesn't. That's, that's, I've, I've heard your kids and dogs in the background, so I know this is the truth. Yeah, no. It's not behind uh, plexiglass and uh, egg crate walls. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was going to be like we you know, went to a studio somewhere. <laughs> there, there's no studio. There's no soundboard. It's Oh, I guess there's a soundboard, but... Yeah, it's not what you were picturing, man. It's a, it's a, what is a, what is that? A five, six channel soundboard. So yeah. it's not like we got something super fancy. But this is awesome. Yeah. It, it always sounds good. It looks good. So, I'm, I, uh, I, I like it. And I just, I'm, I apologize to y'all for kind of getting distracted with messaging and dealing with the kids. So I think you motherfucker, right. just, just don't think, let it happen again. <laughs> no, I. I uh, okay, yeah, never mind. So I thought Michaela. I don't know. Are they even upstairs or are they downstairs? I don't know. Because they say she's getting tired, she's getting bored. And then I think her mom was talking about coming to get her. And I was like seeing if she was going to or what. But she said, no, if you're about to leave, you can just get her. No reason for me to drive that way. You can take her home. She doesn't want to come get her. And I feel like he's on his phone uh, trying to tap into my cash app that I, I don't have. Because dude, it's gone off like three times. It's it's never done that. It's like, probably I've setting never... it on like the the mag the magnetic field that's being created by these wires. I'm yeah, pulling from your phone. See, look, there it is again. I'm just like, saying this is how I get paid off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, he did say his uh, pockets are deep now. <laughs> his so. pockets are deep. Yeah. It's weird. You got deep no, pockets, so, son. So outside of that, I, I really, I mean, I'll talk about this to you guys about all night, all night, and there's probably somebody, maybe of the three people who listen to your podcast, two. somebody two. who wants to – of the two people who yes. listen to your podcast, maybe some, maybe there's a guy that needed to hear that there's three masculine grown men who have families and their own shit who are saying, Hey, if you need to reach out and get help, you should. And if that's just going to uh, a, a pastor, a friend, uh, your mom and dad, your brother, sister, uh, whoever it Hell is, a neighbor or something. Yeah. Somebody yeah. don't, don't do, don't go at it alone. If you feel like you can't. And sometimes it's, you're in a position where you're not making friends, you're not making acquaintances. So find somebody there's, there's 800 numbers everywhere. Get Google something, get out there and get help because it, it, I'd rather look, look weak than be seen as a quitter for the rest of your life. Cause that's not what you guys are. Just own it up doing it and uh and there's nothing wrong with 
seeking what you need. But absolutely. So what defines you guys? <laughs> what makes y'all who you are? I'm about to use my deep pockets, this. son. <laughs> my deep pockets. Uh, I'm like, we can compare. Oh, you're mill to millionaire. That's right. So y'all think y'all have the deepest of deep pockets. Oh, you but, know it. But, I wish. <laughs> isn't that the saying? I never even heard that till like just a couple months ago, mill to millionaire. I heard that for the first time. Uh, it was like a month ago. So I think the first time I ever heard it used was on like on a website. It was actually like a financial ad advisory website, like military to millionaire. Yeah. And then I heard somebody using it as in, oh, they're married mill to millionaire, referring to people being married mill to mill yeah. as mill to millionaire. Like that's if you want to get rich in the military, you have to be married mill to mill. But it's like, you ain't getting rich. You know what but, that is, right? It's two people working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A two-income household and you're getting a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. No, son. It's yeah. married mill to mill. Yes. Yeah. You know. Military yeah. to military. There's. There you go. And, I mean, but, look at this dump. But, <laughs> <laughs> but people make it seem like, oh, y'all getting all the money because both of you are in the military and, and married. Yeah. So like, it's like she could be working a civilian job. That doesn't, like, mean anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, Beth – makes great money she's not military but i mean she also works 80 hours a week but nobody could could touch what she makes but so it's not there being like it's not being married mill to mill it's mill it's it's two incomes make a difference but yeah I, honestly like you're not mill, income I mean, that's your greatest greatest wealth building tool you have is your income you've been listening to dave ramsey always <laughs> greatest wealth building tool you have it's a, there's like so i mean that's a true statement for about 99 percent of the population right yeah uh, but but mill to mill doesn't make a difference those benefits help yeah yeah well you're a dave I, ramsey no, fan I, I don't hell yeah Okay. I, I, I see those two new cars out I, in front. I, in front I, so you must I, be a millionaire. No. So I don't agree with everything that he talks about. But I, if you need to get out of debt, he's the man you need. To there is not. A, there's not. So like knowing who he is, who he's trying to reach and what he's trying to do for people, there's not a single thing that he says that I disagree with in that aspect. If you take it in relationship to – the psychology of what he is trying to do as a financial advisor. Okay. If you take it outside of that psychological aspect of what he's trying to do, mm -hmm. then you could argue that some things don't make sense or, uh, the other arguments against what he believes in usually come down to just being not as committed as he thinks you should be. But mm -hmm. there's nothing he says that I could disagree with. And I understand there's arguments against it, but you're not, whenever those arguments are made against what he teaches, none of those are taken into account the psychological aspect of what he is teaching. Does that here's, make sense? Here's my argument. Then so, I, I love a good debate. Let's yes. go. <laughs> Let's so, go, V. Credit score. Okay. The majority of people need a credit score. The, the, you, you ultimately you, want to get a, a house, you're going to need a credit score. Unless you pay cash. So even if you don't, he, argue, he argues, and, and, and it is right, that you could, have, you could have somebody manually underwrite a mortgage. Uh, even it, but the problem with this is you are going to pay more for a manually underwritten mortgage, right? right? Yeah. So, but let me ask you this. If you um, take it into account, so you're right. 
it will cost you more. You can get it manually underwritten. There's other arguments against a good having a grid credit score, like uh, paying less on car insurance because car insurance can affect those. The uh, uh, credit score can affect the car insurance rates, etc. There's good arguments against it, but whenever you go back to what I said, which was if you take into the psychological aspect of what he is trying to do for people, uh, you there you can't argue against what he's saying. So he says. You know, pay cash for everything. And the truth is, is I mean, there's a good chance that most of our great-grandparents paid cash for everything, you know. And they lived by in a cash-means world. And uh, there's, a, there's a huge benefits to that. Because if you were living in debt, I guarantee you the percentage difference you're going to have on a mortgage, uh, granted 2% on a mortgage for 15 years could be like, sixty thousand dollars over the life of the loan it's, it's big money but what uh, living in debt and uh, being a slave to debt is going to cost you more money in the long run in high interest rates even if you get good interest yeah. rates on credit cards it's going to cost you more money over 10 20 30 40 50 60 70 years of your life than it would be to have no credit score not a bad credit score but just no credit score existing because you just don't live in a life of debt and the reason he goes for that is because and the argument against that would be hey i can i can manage my debt i can have credit cards and run up you know spend 500 dollars a month and then pay it off you know so i manage my debt but the psychological truth is that 90 i don't know we could Google some freaking statistics and tr prove me right. But statistically, Americans ha carry debt and live in debt. And most Americans have an average of like ten or $15,000 in credit card debt, which is costing them more money than they would ever gain by being debt-free, having minimal credit score because they have no debt and they've carried no debt than what it would cost them in the on the mortgage does that make sense how you get when you start taking into the if you just mathematically look at it you're going to be right but if you start looking at what americans do and how american act how yeah, americans yeah. act and you take in the the uh as the psychological aspect he's right for a large portion of the population just in your situation you know that you can manage your debt better so you would argue against it does that make sense so he still wins <laughs> and you're still wrong. You're you're right is what you want to hear. Gotcha. I, I, I don't want to hear I'm right. I want to hear you say, you know what, Kevin, you're smarter than me. Do you think about things I don't think about? Kevin, you're. A, I just want to argue with this uh, guy who's a multimillionaire and super smart. You're and a makes, smarter I, ass than I. Am. <laughs> I I am that too. No, no, because ah, fuck, man. So yeah, I've been listening to him. For like the past couple months now. Uh, I started out with Dave Ramsey back in like 2015. It was the first time I heard about this dude. Uh, I, I, I got his book uh, through a neighbor um, who just had it on the coffee table. And I read through it. And I was like, holy shit, like this is gold. And then um, she let me borrow it. And I read the entire thing. And I was like, oh, we need to do this. <laughs> and it took me like another year before I got Holly on board. And then we finally did it. And we got debt-free aside from a house up until we got here to Goodfellow. We got here in Goodfellow, and it's like we fell back into old bad habits. We got two new vehicles. Uh, and then, <laughs> Well, I thought you were a millionaire. Yeah. Oh, I wish. <laughs> and then, wow. yeah. And then uh, we racked up some other debt. Uh, 
Justin, are you pretty familiar with Dave Ramsey and what he teaches? I am, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was just, I mean, I don't know anybody's background on his his teachings and yeah. his baby steps and his his path to financial freedom. So me and, obviously, uh, Cruz is familiar with it and I am, so I didn't want him to like be like, I was going to tell you all about it and convert you to the Dave Ramsey <laughs> way. Now, I was going to sell you into his multi-level marketing scheme, <laughs> which is so not what it is. Videos. I tried that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the worst experience you of my life. Go get all your uh, envelopes yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Imp- yeah. I don't want to, I don't want this to turn into a Dave Ramsey podcast for <laughs> yeah. sure, but <clears throat> He's arrogant enough on his own. He doesn't need my arrogant ass to like go out and talk <laughs> yeah. for him. But I don't disagree with everything he says. I just, I'm telling you, I agree with everything he says. It's just some people are mature enough to live outside of his advice, but most Americans are not. So I makes, agree. Makes I sense. agree. And you're not yeah. mature enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're back in baby step two. So paying off debt, man. Those cars. But they're yeah. nice, you know. Yeah, they are nice. Instant are gratification. Nice. I can't say anything. I've got uh, three car payments, so I know. <laughs> so I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see where we're at. The only thing, the, what I do like is, uh, as opposed to like when we started back in 2015, we're not starting from like the very beginning. All right. So we have we have yeah. we have savings. We have. Uh, the 401ks for us, it's TSPs. Yeah, yeah, right, definitely. So, or or Roth IRAs. So we have that stuff. Whereas <laughs> before we did, <laughs> we didn't have shit. You had to start somewhere. <laughs> Why not? You came for nothing. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we're sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> sort of there. I like it. Man, uh, I. I tell you, I know I, my daughter is messaging me. She's getting tired of me. And I know I don't know how long your podcasts are normally. I, I know that normally your podcasts are too long. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to stick with this. Do you have like a timer how long you've been yeah. recording us? Yeah. You ready to cut it? How long have we been going? An hour and 16 minutes? Is that what I read? Yeah. That's cool. No. So, I mean, I am getting to the point where I need to like address my daughter thing. And I'm, I'd love to come back and spend more time talking to you guys that maybe well, we could just, cool, maybe we could I, tell I funny really stories. Because <laughs> <laughs> Cut me off. I'm uh, just kidding, man. No, no, no. <laughs> I would love to come back another time when we don't have to like get like in serious and just have fun because I know I've got... I know we could get it. We get some hilarious stories going between. Dude, you like and that. I. Her, that whole four, first forty-five minutes was just hilarious. It was just us having a good time. Yeah, I don't know what I did. Damn it. I, no, it's good maybe though. I feel like man. I had to touch somebody. That's that's that's. Uh, Justin was. Everybody's got a story though, away, man. It's like you know, it's exactly. it's exactly right, man. And somebody, somebody needs to hear it. So regardless, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm and I'm. I wish I was uh, to the point in my. Uh, in my life, where I was comfortable with just fully telling my story and I'm not at that point, but I think what we talked about, I think it's really important, but, uh, I do appreciate like you let me come out here and just BS with you. Actually, I didn't, we didn't have to record it. We could have sat on the front porch and just BS and had the same. That's good the beauty of it because but, this whole conversation uh, was just like, if we were just out in the front yeah. bullshitting, I would, I would tell you this, if I was going to give you one opportunity Right now. One, like, sh- one shot? Yeah, one shot. Do not miss your chance. <laughs> don't miss your chance. It's your opportunity. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes, I like, 
I want you to tell me whenever whenever you come into these. Like I, I was joshing with you earlier. Like where's your notes and you know where's the A crate on the walls and where's the boom mics and having a good you know the, the professionalism to it. Do you come into these when you do this with any expectations at all? Uh, no expectations. I mean, in all honesty, like in my head, I'm racking my brain on what I want to talk about, so I have some kind of idea. But for the most part, I'm winging it. Yeah, so I so I get that. So you say you're winging it, but you you do at some point realize who you're going to be talking with, even if it's just you and Holly. That things you m- might want to talk about how you or how you want things to go. Uh, not how I want things to go. The podcast that you'll hear me say it like, "Hey, this is the reg- this is what I want to talk about," mm-hmm. and then I try to keep it on that. But most of the time. Like with you or with Justin, like I know, like when I brought Justin on, it's like, okay, I know he's a bull rider. We're going to talk about that at some point, right? Everything else was just like bonus. And we just went with that. For you, I know you're a fucking jackass. So like, we're going to be talking about that. Everything else is just a bonus. Okay. (laughs) So that's what you wanted to know about was just how much of a jackass I am. Yeah. No, for most people that don't know. So in getting all seriousness. So back when we were at Herbert, you were one of the guys that helped me out with everything that was going on. And then you were a really good leader and mentor for me because you were my boss uh, when we were over there. So I came to you with a lot and you helped me out with a lot. And then when uh, during the course of our time there and when we TDY, you showed me a lot of what a leader should be right? and taking care of people. Um, so we didn't get into that really, but like, that's who you are to me and a friend. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because yeah. it's, it's really like, uh, I mean, I consider you a friend of mine and it, you know, most people probably wouldn't see our friendship as like what a typical friendship would be. But I, I see you as, especially now that we're like with you here, like I feel like if I, if I needed something at one point, I'd be a hundred percent comfortable with reaching out to you and saying, Hey, this, you know, Hey, I, 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 can we can we talk or you want to hang out you know yeah i probably wouldn't just be like hey can we talk i'd just be like <laughs> hey man what are you doing tonight you want to grab some pizzas and beers you yeah. know uh just knowing that i needed to get away but i do i do value your friendship and i do consider you a friend even though like we're not like you know neighbors who hang out and barbecue and spend a lot of time together and and i did grow to uh value your impact on my life whenever we have been uh living together in the past, <laughs> living in the same places in the past, living yeah. in this, you know, working together in the past. So yeah. And that's just kind of like, uh, so I just like to sit around and shoot the sh- I always, I keep wanting to like stop myself from cussing on your podcast. No, this is like, sit not around. a cuss-free like, podcast. Yeah, I know. I'll, I like to sit around and shoot the shit with you and stuff. So I, I really, I was hesitant about coming out here with you, but I really do appreciate like getting the opportunity just to hang out and shoot the shit with you and have a good time. Yeah, we were already shooting the shit earlier. This is just uh, now we got it recorded. <laughs> yeah, it was actually more fun. It's the first, we but it's not going to be the last, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I feel bad. I feel like I were talking to you all night, Justin. No, but not I, at all. I, no, I like to listen to you, bro. Like I, just, I, I like to listen a lot of times. Yeah, so I just uh, Justin has had his share. He's been absolutely. on here a bunch. Yeah, I've had to listen to you. I'm now you. I know. Yeah. Just slide I, that. <laughs> Did you know that most people listen to podcasts in an advanced speed? Yeah. Well, did you know that? Only when Holly informed me that that's what she <laughs> Oh, does. she taught you that too. I got that's who well, taught me that. Well, it's because too. some people talk 
All right, we're really? going to talk about <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes speech. I do that just because I'm trying to catch up with my thoughts and uh, I'm trying to make sure that I, everything I'm thinking that is coming out correctly. So does that doesn't at two and happen. a half speed, does that mean like a 60-minute podcast gets played in like less than 30 minutes? Yes. So on Apple Podcasts, the most you can go to is two so a 60-minute podcast will only 30 take 30 minutes, minutes to pay. So I could yeah. listen to this in 30 minutes. That would yeah. be a life changer because I've had to listen to you drobble on. So drobble, <laughs> grobble, grovel, run on with people. Get your shit straight and come correct. I've had to listen to you <laughs> just like go on and on and on for and an I do hour that with people. I do that sometimes. You did it tonight. And, and you know what? Yeah, you're right. I did. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I did couldn't it. find my words. No. But it, no, it's no, awesome. No, not that. It makes the podcast flow. It makes it seem seamless <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I think there's not going to be a lot of silence tonight i'm not a very quiet person but i don't know it's like uh now i know two and a half two speed two times speed yeah, two speed. is going to change my podcast listening life why didn't i think of this before i can't wait for this to be on air so i can listen to my voice in two time i'm going to be all chick monkey <laughs> and i'm excited to hear what i sound like as a chip the, the laughs are, are the craziest thing that you need to get used to yep that's exactly how it sounds look you see we were supposed to get off here 30 minutes ago your ass is still talking i, I, shut, I the do that. shut the I do hell that. up shut the hell up i own the space let's uh, <laughs> let's get off this podcast take Thanks, care what man. we need uh uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. It was awesome. Justin, always a pleasure for you to return on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, it. You missed out on the last two uh, when Aaron was here. Uh, I think you had bubble guts or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't remember what it was. I, I think I was studying for my exam. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for everybody else that's listening, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to it so that you could be the number three listener on this podcast <laughs> all right uh look us up on facebook and instagram like the pages follow it give us a comment whatever it is you want to do and don't forget that we have a website villehousepodcast.com go check us out there subscribe to the newsletter do whatever just go to it all right we'll see y'all next time um holly's not here so i gotta say it she'll get mad if you guys say it peace out cub scouts oh. we'll see y'all next week Later. <laughs>